There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Forever! Dog! Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And they're cannot stop watching the Star is Born trailer. Oh, we? we You're talking f- about us? Yes. Yes. We've, um, first thing Matt did this morning was pull up. I, I woke up out of my sleep <laughs> and I, I look over and I was across watching. the room and Matt's watching the Star is Born trailer. Okay, there's so much to say about it. And I, the thing is like, I, it's my most anticipated movie of my life. And this yeah. is now replacing Dreamgirls 2007 oh. as the movie that I'm most excited about in my life. Interesting. And it's, it's been now over a decade because it has to be a musical with a pop star. Mm-hmm. And now that they're giving me that, I feel very excited. And this trailer looks beautiful. And guess what? Here's a little piece of culture. Mm-hmm. It's the same DP as did Black Swan. The same DP Matthew as did- Libatique. The same DP as did Black Swan. Um, oh, that did Black Swan. No, I know, but is that- <laughs> How did you find this out? Reading a lot of articles. Okay, so you've 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 done the research. I've, I've been reading a lot. That's amazing. Um, we should say we're in Los Angeles. We're, this is our. This is we're back. We're we're back in LA for a little bit. We're we're we have some great episodes lined up. We're far from the shallow. We're now. far from the shallow now, as they say in the Star Wars is Born trailer. trailer. Um, and we're far from the shallow now. That was like a beautiful mix of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's voices that we just the did. timbres mix. We gave um, 
Bradley Cooper tone. Yes. And Lady Gaga operatic v- vibra- vibrato energy. Yes. Now, now we ha- our guest today is mm. also a singer, also a vocalist. Vocalista. Um, okay, the, the the credits they come rolling down. They come rolling down as we say. First of all, she has a show with the Skivvies uh, on June 24th. Please check that out. Mm-hmm. Um you know, she just finished up a concert uh, at 54 Below when she was in New York, but um, she's performing with the Skivvies June 24th. Snap up those ticks. Also, she's just, I'm I just, a, like, a preeminent mind, I would say. I gotta, we'll talk about pre-eminent this. Preeminent mind. Science for her when it came out, like, I was, but I was, I just, like, withdrew my application from med school, and I was like, I what the fuck am I doing? Um, but then, like, I read Science for her, and I was like, this is the funniest thing. I still think it's one of the we funniest things We were just I've ever screaming in, in the car, and also I was happy because, listen, not, this is not, I don't think so funny, it's just an observation. Yeah. The Uber drivers in LA, very chatty. Very chatty. And all I wanted to do was share excerpts of science for her with Matt. And uh, we 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 cut the driver out of our conversation very quickly. Because I was like, no. We were like, no, sorry, this is our moment. Okay, yeah. so anyway. Um, and then we laughed out loud and said select lines from the passage yes. that he can't possibly have understood. Of course. Um, she's uh, a writer producer on so many shows The Good Place, The Simpsons, mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, Kroll Show. Um, previously, Parks and Rec. I mean, yes. I mean, there's there are those, but we're we're going to talk today about her one of her her biggest credit to date, ladies and gentlemen, for your consideration. The, the actress, writer, producer, director producer, of director. an Emmy for Megan, an Emmy for Megan, nominated uh, uh, for your consideration for outstanding um, actress in a short, short form, form comedy or drama series and yes. outstanding comedy or short form comedy or drama series. So much to talk about. So much to talk about. We're, it's our honor to have Megan, Megan Amram. Hi, Megan. So happy to be here. I was just clenching my fists, waiting to get in on those Stars Born trailer. <laughs> okay, give thoughts. I well, first of all, yes. I've never heard a country singer with Lady Gaga's placement, nope. her vocal placement. She is just. It's so rich that vibrato is just huge. Drive a truck through it. <laughs> We're gonna get theater country, and I love it. I, I love, love it. that it's in a world. It's like a science fiction movie in a world where country and musical theater has meshed. It's like a dystopian future. Yeah. And, uh, do, do honestly, we, I, I see. I, I it, it throws me off a little bit still. that they chose country music I, for as the scene. No, no, no. I love that it's country music. Yeah. It throws me off that Gaga chose to keep the Gaga. Yeah, she's not doing country at Absolutely all. Absolutely love it. No. I also <laughs> love that she in the trailer says, uh, you know, people love my music, but they don't love the way I look. look. And she's like a beautiful she's woman. She's stunning. I, and then this is my, I was watching it with my friends and my theory is you never see her legs in the trailer. What? And I was like, what if a twist in the movie is that she's, she's actually uh, only a torso? Yeah. And she's that's what she's saying. It's like, my face is very beautiful. And I'm not saying that Paraplegics. Well, no, I'm saying she's literally she's just a, a torso, torso yeah. which is very beautiful. It's a type of person. Yeah, it's a beautiful. But I think that might be the struggle. But yeah. they're burying the lead there by yeah. not showing that she's just. Wow, a torso. that yeah. would be an amazing twist, and that would be even that. more. They're saying Oscar bait. Oh and yeah, awards bait big time. Yes, and I love it. Lady Gaga just on her arms the whole time. I I don't know. We'll see. That Wait, might. Yeah. There are so many because I've done the thing now where I've watched it so many times where I've you know how and every the best part of the trailer is like the super cut towards the end yes, where yes. this she's screaming her song and oh. And then literally there's like many cuts of different oh my God, things of so, her acting so hard. Acting. Yes. Acting over here, acting over there. Yeah. 
filling up the frame. And there's a scene that I paused. Where she's in the bathroom? There's a scene where she's run out of a bathroom stall. She's in like a business suit with her hair up in like a tasteful situation. And she's bent over screaming. And I paused it and I was like, what? Is that? Although we do, we do see the legs in that shot. I we believe. see her oh legs. Oh my god! Oh my god, Megan! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I really d- didn't watch carefully <laughs> enough. Obviously, no, no, no. I was <laughs> focused on her face and her vibrato. She could still be a paraplegic, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah. oftentimes Hollywood, they can be very smart. And yes. what they'll do is yes. they film extra scenes just for the trailer mm. to yes. throw off. You guys fans. have been in LA for two days and you already get how Hollywood We're works. wise to and this. I'm so impressed. We're very wise to this. Speaking of Hollywood, um, let's let's just start off the conversation. Yeah, I love that. By talking about an Emmy for Megan. Thank the, you. the buzz has been Definite. a, a din of buzz, a, a deafening din. A deafening it's hard din. to concentrate. There's so much buzz. There's so much buzz. It's yeah. like a white noise that just distracts everyone. Yeah. Yes, and white noise puts you to sleep. Absolutely. But, but you were, no, none of us no, are sleeping. No, it's like loud. <laughs> no, it's, it's too loud. It's to really loud. Do you yeah. find that maybe like the buzz? Well, this is actually a really interesting conversation to have because, you know, Thank you. the subject matter <laughs> is trying to win an Emmy. But now we got to that interesting thing of when the buzz sometimes takes away from the work. But this, oh, it kind of feeds absolutely. itself. And that's yeah. genius. I Thank you. I say this in the web series, but I really did make this uh, to win the award. Yes. Um, I was watching the Emmys last year. There's a bunch of new awards for web series content. Yes, which is uh, amazing, beautiful. Yeah, and I thought, you know, I look, I'm not Lady Gaga no. yet. No. I right. can't carry a full, very, very strenuously acted movie yet. Yeah, looks like she but really hurt herself. I can, yeah. A lot of lot of pulled muscles Paint. on that set, yes. but I feel like my skills are good for like six minutes at a time. Yes. Like I'm really charismatic for like six minutes. Right. So this podcast is going to be great for like the first chunk, and I then just horrible. <sighs> but yes. so I I uh, think of myself as a web series auteur. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But yeah, the the Emmy voting opens. Monday, June 11th. Yes. Okay, so this will come out the next day. This is coming out on, on Tuesday, oh, June 12th. Perfect. This is perfect. So this is going to be perfect. Time. This actually, uh, this episode so is going to be called For Your Consideration. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, so I, I spent one day filming the series and I've spent weeks now publicizing it. Yeah, 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 uh, I yeah. bought a billboard in Hollywood. Is Congratulations. That real? It's oh, real. It's real. Go see it. It's at Hollywood Boulevard in Wilton Place. Uh, if Here's the thing for anyone listening out there. It's really easy to buy a billboard that says anything. Oh my god! It is prohibitively expensive. Cost prohibitive, I spent yes. more money on the billboard than I did on the series, but <laughs> that's I the think, way it works. Yeah, that's the <coughs> way Hollywood works. And you have yep. to get out there and promote yourself. Like, remember when Melissa Leo bought her own for your consideration ads yes, for the I fighter? Do. I remember that. And guess what? Bitch? She, won. she won, won the Academy Award. Now I have to ask. Are, is there something that we as the viewer do not know that is more esoteric in the Emmy sort of um, in the requirements? Is it really just it has to have six episodes? It has to be it has to be on YouTube. It has to be uploaded before April, whatever it was. Yeah, 27th. 27th. And then I'm sorry. And then um, that she'll live in infamy. Yeah, that yeah, she yeah. will live in infamy. Yeah. Um, and uh, as FDR said, and uh, what, what was the third requirement? <laughs> these are truly the only requirements. Okay. Six episodes. There's no minimum length. Uh, right. Uh, and they have to be <laughs> under 15 minutes each, which, you know, no problem, right. sir. Yeah, no uh, problem. And 
they have to be uploaded at the right time. They also um, have to have scripts, which is why I heavily scripted my series. Right, 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 uh, right, right, if right, anyone, right. I, I ideally wanted to send out the scripts of my series to the entire Emmy voting block. Yeah. It, it's more expensive than you'd think. Oh, to, to, yeah. to send out to just send out the yeah. scripts. I'm willing to. I just wish there was an email list you could just spam. Yeah, you would think that it's as easy as this, but it's not. No, it's not. And I think that if I win an Emmy, I'll have the clout to make some major changes in the Academy. Right, okay. right, <laughs> yeah. right. Because well, there needs to needs to be change. There needs to be change. Now, I need to ask you: What do you vi visualize as the um, roadblocks? Ahead of you, yeah. Who is competing with you in who the category? Wow, Have we heard about that? Bring down my spirit. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. I think it's like good to be realistic. Uh, I think it's harder to get nominated. I think once you get I nominated, agree. you'll win. This yes. is this is exactly what I'm thinking. Yes. We're being realistic. Okay. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know who else is competing in this category. Right. And come Monday, and if you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, race to your computers. Get in the academy yeah, quickly. Quick, yeah. I am so curious to see if other people had the same idea as me, uh -huh. like that yeah. they'd be a good web series based actor or actress. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of celebrities competing in this category. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, you know, my name might not have the recognition that, say, a Natalie Portman. I was going to say Penelope Cruz. Sure. Yes, I was going to say a, Penelope uh, Cruz. Yeah. I love her. Beautiful, yeah, so beautiful amazing. woman. Beautiful uh, girl. So I might not be, you know, a Penelope Cruz, yeah. but I think I have a lot of spirit. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But should I get nominated, I have set aside a slush fund <laughs> to really, really hit the publicity home. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I never delved into the New York market, oh. but, which is so rude of me. Yeah, it's really... I was walking through Times Square recently, and I'm like, how do I get one of those big electronic billboards, Times yeah. Square, I could see it, <laughs> just me waving at the tourists from far and wide. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll be looking into that. Please. Now, it will be historic if you are not only nominated, but if you do win, for you to win as a beautiful Korean-American Korean yes. woman. Yes, thank you so and much for bringing about this that. We can confirm um, that we are talking to a beautiful Korean-American Korean woman, woman. Yes. and that's because that's how you've chosen to identify for purposes of your life going forward, or just, you know, are we seeing just Yeah, so just, uh, if you haven't seen the series, uh, which seems insane, but yeah. I did a 23andMe recently, and I found out I'm about 98% Ashkenazi Jewish, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but... I found out I was 0.1% Korean. Not wow. negligible. They included they it. Included it. Jackpot. And it's so easy to not include it, but they did. They did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They wanted you to I, know. It, so, so many things made sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I looked at myself in the mirror before that, and I always was like, what is that? Yeah, and yeah. Then, <laughs> what is that about I, me? Yeah, what... What's that, that? That, there's What's a beautiful that? Korean there's thing about me. Fun. Yeah. There's something fun in the mirror. Yeah. Something there's something spicy. fun there's something in the mirror. Spicy. Yeah. There's something, yeah, a little paprika thrown in there. And I got my genetic results back and oh it all fell into place. Now, here's something. I am a part of the Emmy Voting Academy. And okay. I got an email recently that they were doing a panel with Asian American women who were oh in my God. the Academy. And I... 
realized they hadn't asked me. And it was a oh. really horrible way to find out that I wasn't on the panel was by getting an invitation. It almost felt like they were rubbing it in that they were like, we're inviting you, but you're not on the panel. It's so um, emblematic, I think, of the industry and all the quote unquote steps forward yes. that we're taking yeah. where it's like, it's still so exclusive. Even yeah. when, even the like diversity panels, erasure, you're, I was there's so say. much erasure and yeah. they're leaving out so many people. They're like, a racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's literally what it is. How dare they? How dare they? Um, but I almost showed up and just like, went on the panel, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought, you know what, let them have their time. Well, you know, that's- But, but it's not them, it's you are them. Wait, you're right. I'm, I need to change the way I think about this. Yeah, yeah, and also yeah. here's the thing. There's no such thing as bad publicity. And <sighs> I think that if you had gone and made an issue of it, I think you might have been nominated well, for that. Well, I, I have some big things coming up. I uh, really want to, in my web series, I also sing the national anthem, mm -hmm. yes. which I, I mean, is one of everyone's favorite songs. Yeah, I love yeah. like, that song. It's just like fun, carefree. And different every time. Different every time. You yeah. have no idea what's gonna come out of your mouth. <laughs> Never. I really, for years I've wanted to sing the national anthem at a WNBA game because very seriously, I think it's super fucked up how much people make fun of the WNBA. It is. I'm not a sports fan, but I just in theory love the WNBA. Well, it's, it is a punchline and yeah. why? Anyway. No, it's crazy. Yeah. They're amazing. But I really want to sing the national anthem at a WNBA game, mm. um, but we can probably make that happen. Yeah, I feel like Las Culturistas has a big <laughs> well, let's, pull in the Let's WNBA. just say we that, do. like, we'll just say out loud that, you know, that, that's something, we'll put it in the atmosphere. Yes. Right, as they say. I just also have to shout out, quick se Go side ahead, note, please. is that I s went to New York last weekend, mm -hmm. saw what I'd estimate to be every gay person in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all hang out around the Times Square area. They are all huge fans of this podcast. That's See, crazy to me. But they don't, they don't, they certainly don't approach. They don't approach us. They well, don't approach us. I'm gonna tell them not to be shy, skittish little mares anymore. Do you know what happened? Stop being a sly, shy, shy skittish, skittish little, little mare. mare. Sometimes <laughs> I will receive a Instagram direct message mm. and it will say, bitch, and they just call me a bitch. <laughs> what are you listening to as you stomp through Times Square, because oh, I will no. be listening to music, yeah, and I feel music, and something about me that is very different and unique, um, is that I feel music all throughout my body. Oh yeah, wow. especially never when it's met a, someone. You, like when it's that. a very good <laughs> yeah. song, you can really tell. Like I don't know, I'm oh. just I don't know if it means that I'm a dancer. Maybe I should it, go on Dancing with the Stars. I feel like you should be in a Star Is Born. Yeah, I feel okay. like that's what that means. Well, here's the deal. Or Black Swan. Or Black Swan. <laughs> I would love to do actually attack both. It. I would. I would we played Black Swan. We did Black Swan did Black on Swan. stage oh, as a okay, musical okay, with okay. the music of Chicago. <gasps> yes. Oh. And That's... who do you think was Natalie and who was Mila? Who has? Um, I think Bowen was Natalie. Yes, yes. Right. you're correct. Yeah. I have more Mila energy, obviously, because Mila, you know, sexually she feels devious. the music in her body and like, like you know, she's very free and loose. And and I, right. Hair down. Yeah. Hair down. Hair down. Yeah. I do. I do all my ballets with my hair down. Yeah. Yes. Gets right in your face. Yeah. And um, oh, so then I have to respond to these people who right, are like, right, right. what sure. are you doing? And I'm like, where are you? And I don't, and then I don't get an answer to that. So now there's just these gays oh. watching me <gasps> as I walk on the street. Do you watch oh. Game of Thrones? I'm very scared of it, Game of Thrones because of the violence. That's it. There's a lot of violence, <laughs> but there's like a sparrow system where uh -huh. it's 
uh, right. basically like a unit character who has oh, all yeah. these people watching other people. And I imagine that there's some sort of sparrow system in Times Square <laughs> yeah, 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 of yeah, gay yeah. people <laughs> waiting for you to jazz down the street. To right, right, right. So stop. Are you... Are you like really hitting the steps heavy? Well, I just like to hear the what I do is because I'm a very big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. I lip I like to lip sync, but mm. I don't yeah, wanna, I don't want to do it outwardly. Like I don't want to be like a crazy person like lip syncing the words on the street, but I will like in my brain picture myself performing of the song. And so sometimes that just, you know, gets away from me and I'll you know be emotionally yeah. That's I guess really what it is. It's I'm emotionally embodying it. Physically, okay. I have a very heavy step. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been told before that I need to sit down softer. I uh, didn't <laughs> break. Me. I didn't break a chair. This was. I have a history of older women telling me how to live my life, and oh. I just am very sweet and take it very sincerely. Yes, but I was at like a movie screening outside, and there were all these like deck chairs. And I sat, I sit down with my full force of my body. I let gravity really do most of the yeah. work. Yes. And the chair like folded up underneath me. No. And a woman behind me was like, maybe if you didn't sit like that, it wouldn't happen. Oh my God. And I was like, what, at what age do you become this An expert in chair this sitting. grizzled white woman Ugh. who tells you how to sit? Who has no concept like of boundaries and tells a stranger how to place their gravity. Yeah. I don't like her at all. Listen. Yeah, just because I'm Korean, you can't. Do yeah, that's, uh, they, she saw you and she said, <laughs> yes. "I'm gonna walk. Let me walk all over this Korean woman." This Korean yes. woman. Sorry, You're listening. I'm sorry, beautiful Korean woman. Beautiful yes. Korean. As, we're quoting you. We're quoting yeah, you from yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I um I bent a stool leg, oh. um in San Francisco at a bar in Chinatown, and I have never been more humiliated in my own in a place Wait, where I meant to feel safe. What was the stool made out of? It was like clay. a steel stool yeah. clay. <laughs> Everyone okay. The, so the people I were the people I was with maintained that it was already like warped and, and like it was already that way. Mm -hmm. But it it had, for some reason it had been propped up to look like it was just structurally sound. Yeah. Wow. But I I as soon as I placed my weight on it, I I, I like I ate shit and like I just like my, my I it fell feels the like their fault. It feels like the restaurant's fault. Have you sued them? Well, I was with Blair <laughs> and Blair's a, Blair's a, a great lawyer now in San Francisco, and mm -hmm. she was like, we could we could literally sue, and I was like. It's fine. Why are you why are you attacking it like that? Like why why are you being nice? Why not? It was sue? it was like a it was like a mom and pop Chinese bar, and like I did not want to to make weight. Do you think that it's a there. trap that they put there to make people think they should lose weight? Oh my I god! Feel like maybe it's like an elaborate system. Everyone falls down on the stool. That is so Chinese. That'd be a yeah. very California of them too. It would be. Yeah. It would be. I almost sued an escape room. Wait, <laughs> how? That's also the whitest thing I've ever said. I, okay, okay, that's not part of it. What I happened? love escape rooms, love which that. is Same. like so stupid. People shit on escape rooms all the time now. They're like, oh, it's white people paying what? for struggle. And I'm like, no, I love escape rooms. It's also rooms. not paying for struggle. It's paying for like a puzzle, puzzle. that you've immersed yourself in. Please. Get over yourself. Yeah, that's an but, insane <laughs> criticism. Yeah, of escape it's rooms. very wholesome. <laughs> and I love puzzles of all types. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I was in an escape room in Orlando, Florida with my brother and his wife. <laughs> and they were showing us at the end what... We did wrong. Sorry. Oh, Look, I'm flawed, just like any other beautiful Korean woman. Yeah. And a treasure chest that this man had propped up <laughs> fell on my finger, and my finger started gushing blood. Oh, my God. Which you can, like, I'm oh going to show God. not yeah. the podcast listeners, but you can kind of see the scar on yes. my finger. on her b beautiful and, Korean finger. Yeah, and I also, I was just like, 
escapers are dirty because they're set up in like warehouses. And yeah. they're always a million people are touching them all yeah. the time. Yeah. But the the room I was doing was like horror themed, so I hope there's like my dried blood <gasps> somewhere in the room. Anyway, it was fine. My brother's a doctor. And he wanted to give me stitches, oh but he's God. not a hand doctor. And also he was my childhood bully. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, you don't trust so many him. layers. I don't trust you. It was really layered, but it's I, all I have good. a question for you. Yeah. So what is your role in the escape room? Because I feel that when you go into this a- This such a good idea. I feel like yeah. when you all <laughs> idea, idea. go in there together, like my thing that I do, because yeah. I'm not necessarily like the smartest sleuth, but I am really the best good. lip syncer. Yeah, the I, best I, lip yeah. syncer. <laughs> the best I'm performing yeah. in the corner. No, but on our le- most recent trip to an escape room, they came over the um, the loudspeaker and they said, "You can also um, to help." Look for like hidden. Um... There were Easter. It yes, was Easter yes, eggs. Yes, yes. We and were we were here. We were here doing Easter, and then like part of the theme was they they hid little Easter eggs. Around yes, the yes. Room. And yeah. so I was like, good. I'll look for the things hidden around the room. I'm not gonna find out the puzzle. I. Also, just like I want to set the scene of like me doing an escape room with like six huge gay guys, <laughs> and it was fortune teller themed, and there were so many scarves in it, and I feel like That's half of us just spent the time admiring putting scarves on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I am like very much like a home. I love homework. Like I yes. love like math and mm-hmm. figuring out more cerebral puzzles. Yes. I don't have great spatial reasoning. I never know which side of my body is like right or left. Wow. So I'm not going to be the one who's like doing a gadget. Yeah. yeah I have yeah, a question I, yeah. because you are, you're, you, you are like low key, high key, like a gamer. Yeah. I would say <laughs> low key, high key. I, I, the reason I love escape rooms is because I equate them to like a real life, like Zelda dungeon. Oh my God. The first time I did an escape, this is like not funny because I'm getting no. too sincere about this. The first time I did one was basically <laughs> Zelda themed. It was the most euphoric experience of my life. I was like, leave this disgusting world behind <laughs> and put me in like yeah. a Zelda room for an hour. Is yes, it, please. Yes. Like that is like. That is I, all I want out of I really want to create escape. I, I'm like too <gasps> lazy should. to do it, but I have a bunch of ideas for themes. Theme one is like general Hollywood meeting, yeah. which just to set the scene if oh you've never God. been on one, it's oh like you get, to a, you get to a lobby mm-hmm. at some building and usually a woman is there to be like, can I get you anything? Water, Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And then you just like sit on a chair and then you go into a meeting and talk about yourself and yes. then nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. So I want it to be like you're in the lobby and all you have at your disposal is water and a Diet Coke and you have to like figure it out from there. And then also haunted weed dispensary. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, I, like you're blowing, you have to blow weed smoke to see like a laser light on the wall. Yes. There's like so many good options. I think this is a thing that could really happen if you win the Emmy and your profile gets raised That's amazing. Wait, should I make an Emmy for Megan Escape Room? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> that's, that's really good. Oh, but also just to put one more thing about the web series, I'm doing this, <laughs> will come out after the show, but I'm doing a show tomorrow, Sunday at UCB, that's a screening and like a Q&A panel. I love that. Um, including including my friend Andrew Law, who was cut out of the series. Andrew was what? in it? Oh, and no. Andrew is so funny. We did about a two-hour-long take of a scene that got entirely cut Why out. Why was it cut? Here's the thing. And my series is not like, there's not a high bar for what got in it. Oh my God. It was a lot. I Andrew is a very, very good friend of mine. So I was like, we're just going to riff. Like, we'll yeah, be in yeah, my yeah. bed together. Wait, what do you mean? Ripping. It was scripted. 
It was scripted. Uh, yes. Yeah, we'll riff around the script. Oh my God, thank you so yeah. much for reminding me. Because I've seen the script and it's definitely- The script is so good. The script, I'm really, really proud of the yeah. script. But yeah. we mostly, I was like, Andrew, how was your day? And he's like, not good. And I was like, why? And he's like, my cum's black. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sucks, why? And he's like, from eating so much dirt. And then we just for like, what felt like two hours talked about his- Black cum. Black, black cum. cum. And it was, it just, it didn't totally fit with No, yeah. Story. I it get doesn't, it. Because yeah. it's not about you winning an Emmy. Because honestly, you can't just, yeah. that was actually really selfish of him. Honestly, yeah. he's a I very have, selfish performer. I have, to, I have to really come out and say that was really selfish of him to not only like disregard your script with this improv, yeah. which I'm sorry, is like not an art form. No. Yeah. And um, <laughs> how dare he like not talk about like your Emmy it because that's like what the show is about. It felt like he was in a different series. I feel like yeah. he just was, you know how you see someone in a movie or whatever, you're just like, different. they don't know what movie they they're in. Yeah. Right, like, right, Andrew right. does not know what series he's in right now. Yeah. But at the show, along with Andrew, it will be moderated by Jane Lynch, who won One last, last shut up. year. Is and Jane I, Lynch really moderating she, it? Yes. It, I swear to God, Jane Lynch is moderating. She is such a sweetheart. She's very funny. I oh. have not asked her this. I do kind of want her to bring her Emmy from last year oh, so yes. I can like hold the real one that I want. I think want. she has a couple, right? She has a couple. Oh, she must. But specifically, she won for the Outstanding Actress in a Short, short Form, form comedy, comedy or Drama. Can I ask one more question about like exactly what qualifies? Because I might have a series coming out and I just want to make sure it qualifies. We've oh, went yeah. over the so, rules already. No, but, but no. I, I need to ask another question about no, the I'm rules. No, I'm happy because... to help someone who wants to follow in my footsteps. <laughs> because uh, I think, I said this to Bowen before we came here and he described me as a unique bitch in like a passive aggressive tone so, and we haven't oh talked about it, okay. but I'm really upset. Um, I identify with you because I very badly want to win a major award. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when I called him a unique and bitch. And I said, wow, yeah, what a unique bitch. And I was like, I smiled through it, but yeah. I was really upset. I'm glad that we're airing it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll have a more in-depth discussion about it later, but I feel that it was very Hollywood of him to be very passive-aggressive. Okay. In New York, we're full Is Bowen aggressive. different in LA than yeah, New York? Yeah, yeah. I can tell. He yeah. scowled at a... Um, uh, man who was making my coffee today. Because he oh. took fucking forever. I know, but it's LA, babe. You have to do this. Yeah, he made a vacation He's face. on legal weed right yeah. now. No. He's he, chill. You need to relax. He made a, a latte cocktail with like orange, like an orange it was crazy. rind the cocktail, garnish. The cocktail I was like, was this is outrageous. Was it and good? Honestly, it No, looked, it was for someone else. It was for someone oh. else. I, but I literally, oh. <laughs> I, I was being very LA and like, like I was like, I even complimented. I was like, "That looks amazing." And then, and then, um, like, but Bowen, I could see he's kind of like very New York, right? In that moment, yeah. but like, so, okay. So, do I? Am he I was different? Fanning in himself with Metro cards, yeah, well, just like a full deck of them. <laughs> I guess no. You've New really York. brought your New York, your evil New York energy to LA yes. to be yes. rude to this coffee. Do you think Bowen's maker. evil? Mm, okay, so can I tell you something? Yeah. Uh, first, let me ask my question, and then yes. I want to ask another question. Okay. And it will there probably Fantastic will be more agenda. questions after that. Yeah. So first of all. I am thinking about making an, a web series that's five episodes, but I does that mean I won't you qualify? Can't qualify? Yes, you have to have six. That is insane. Why five? I'm sorry, hon. So wait, wait <laughs> you have wait. to add another. I know it's hard. Wait, it wait, wasn't wait. something that was easy to script. Right, no, I know. But here's the thing. So it has to be six episodes, but they don't have a minimum time limit. Correct. So essentially yeah. you could make less content and qualify. Correct. All right, I don't understand. You can just do a clip show. I don't know what your series is, but just make the fifth episode a clip show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All right, cool. But why are you married to five? Uh, Well, I just, that's just what we've been writing down is Okay, okay. I mean, if you're going to do five, it's not going to be an award contender. You can put it out there. But you should do like a two-part cliffhanger. Again, I don't know what your series is, but I have ideas for breaking it up. (laughs) Okay. Now, would you, and you said you had a follow-up question? I forgot it. Okay. Now, <laughs> Megan, when you see, but you didn't, you didn't foresee this Andrew episode while you were breaking this, this, this season. I thought that it was going to just be a more natural fit. Okay. And I didn't know how I was going to edit it necessarily. And I tried to get the Andrew scene in there, but it truly was just like, 
nothing. Well, there's wow. no there's no dramatic tension there because really all it is is a dietary change for him. He'd have to stop eating dirt. Dirt. It, <laughs> it was we were trying to be really grounded. Remember our UCB training of yes and like you know, rule of react culture. like a person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rule of culture number fourteen. Remember your, your UCB, UCB training. training. Yes, yes. Yeah. and. <laughs> But, but it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And I'm glad to <sighs> have a public opportunity to hash it out with him. This is new. Have you talked about this before? This is the first place you've talked about this. I had to break it to him privately that he was not in the series before oh, it no. premiered. Because I didn't want him to like email his family or anything. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Be like, look, I'm in this award-winning web series. And then watch with them. Oh and my God. have to see the horror on their faces when that they realize he wasn't so in it. So, yeah. but, but in that scenario that you just outlined, for him to email his family and be like, "Look at this award-winning web yeah. series," you would have. He wouldn't have been. He, like he would have found out after yeah, the, the fact. The timeline's really confusing there. I have always been calling it an award-winning web series from day one, just yeah, because yeah. I think you can like safely assume at some point. But and you put it out there in the world. Yeah. Now I, I remember my question. Okay. 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 So can I give a spoiler? Oh, of course. Okay, so in the last episode, our friend, um, your foe, yes. Darcy Carden, comes oh, in, and God. it's very much, um, the episode really takes a turn yes. when Darcy kills Megan. Yes, that was the only part that was not scripted. Wow, that's crazy. Oh my yeah, God. what's crazy is I thought we were just going to do, like, it's in my kitchen. I thought it was going to be like a Nancy Myers type episode. Yeah, where you it's had just, props. Like, wonderful women. Yeah. Yeah, cooking, whatever. Yeah. Um, wonderful and, women <laughs> cooking. And, uh, yeah, Darcy... Went yeah. psycho. I mean, I yeah. hate to call a woman crazy. She went crazy. Yeah, she's she a was. crazy woman. She's and a crazy woman. She poisoned me and, and white. Me. We should say white. She's white. Oh, she, yes. I mean, I've barely met someone whiter. She's like six yeah. feet tall, so it's like more white skin than yes, yes, yeah. Um, but she <laughs> killed me, and oh my God. A uh, bitch. I also like haven't seen Darcy since she killed me, and she's gonna be in the show tomorrow, and I just like. I'm really kind of nervous, but also excited to get in a fight with her on the UCB now, stage. Right, right, right. But I, I have a note for you, I guess. Okay. Um. So whenever I enter a room, the first thing I think, and this is because of survival instinct, which I don't know if you know about the climate right now, but I think we need to start kicking in our survival instincts. Oh, yeah. Whenever yeah. I enter a room, I think about, okay, in a moment of like madness, like how would I kill everyone here? Mm. So I think you should have thought about that. That's but, amazing. Yeah, like- you shouldn't have turned your back to Darcy, I don't yeah. think. Even you feel yeah. like it's safe to do so when you're in a web series that's scripted that you're like doing the script for. Yeah, and so right. many people but, watching you. Yeah, you just like can't ever let your guard down no. even if you're in a web series. And you were literally turning your back because you were putting together a set deck or you were, you were gathering Yeah, I was putting together a set deck. And, yeah. you, and, and I, I think from what I can tell, you were just taking <laughs> chopsticks. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, I was... Putting together a set deck is like a <laughs> yeah. very complicated thing. It's like an LA thing, so you guys yeah. might not. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, we don't, don't understand. Know about it, um, but it stands for set decoration. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Putting together. Oh, okay, a set now decoration. I understand it a little bit more. So yeah, the chopsticks were not exactly how I wanted them, so I was <laughs> moving. Them well, yeah, you need them to be, and so she took that opportunity to pour, I guess, cyanide in your drink. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but it did not taste good. And it killed you. <laughs> and it killed me. Oh my god! Can I also say like so? I just think for you, like a good note would be like find out ways that you could kill people before they yes. kill you. Just That's, like, oh my god! Well, season. Two, here's the thing. <gasps> I hate. Wait, to, did, I'm you sorry, season two? did you I, just say season two? I think two? I'm ready to officially announce <laughs> oh season two. I feel oh like god. season two ideally would come out before the end of voting <laughs> is done. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what happens, 
So, okay, Emmy voting is June 11th at 9 a.m. Pacific (laughs) Daylight's time or whatever. Standard time. Pacific Daylight time. Yeah. Uh, It's 9 a.m. through, I think, June 24th. And then July 14th-ish is when Emmy nominations are announced. Mm -hmm. And I am ready for whatever happens that day. Yeah. I think that if I get nominated, I'm a shoo-in to win. And if I'm not nominated, then season two is going to be coming back bigger and oh better than ever. I Higher wanted budget. to have the budget of a real television show, oh. and I have a lot of stunts that I want to do. Yes. I think that there's going to be some pyrotechnics. I want to use like the letterbox format like Master of None yes. does. Oh, right. And I have a lot of stylistic Yeah. Uh, ideas for season two. So, can I ask you a question? Of course. Um, is it so? It's just outstanding actress in a short form. Yes. So I, this means lead actress and supporting actress is all, and all acting is combined yes, into this one category. But here's the other thing, and you might want to look into this for okay. your series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be in like more than fifty percent of the episodes got it. to count as outstanding actress. Got it. Wow. Got it. So you were very careful to not allow oh, any of I the over actors <laughs> to, uh, to to be, be in able, more yes. than. Because, you know, Darcy is very good in that last episode. Not to pull focus from you, because you were also amazing. luckily for me, and unluckily (laughs) for you, Mm -hmm. she was not in enough episodes. So she could not submit for this series. But, you know, if I win the Emmy, I feel like maybe she should accept it. Oh, my God. Or maybe I I, I think, like, awards are very complicated. Like, maybe I shouldn't accept it at all. You know, that would be such. That would be very good. Such a great turn. You yeah. need to send someone important in your place, though, because like you have to do like a Marlon Brando. Yeah, when he I'm sends. gonna send Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah, as is dead Marlon Brando. <laughs> like he's in like a little bag of blood. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll hit him up. Well, he's a fan of the pod. He's a famous. Yes. Yeah, he's he been actually on? is gay. So you know, she, he, she went to angels. Uh, he's a beautiful gay ghost. He's a beautiful and... gay ghost, and a beautiful now in the physical world, a beautiful little gay bag of blood. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. we're gonna bring him in whatever form. But you know what I think is really good of you, though. She might not be eligible for this. But you are a good friend because you did raise her profile in a huge way for her I, own this category. This is a real story: is that Darcy was at Upfronts for the show that we were. Darcy's on the Good Place, which mm-hmm. I write for, well, like the and, best place. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow. So <laughs> wow! Wow! So wow! Good. I'm gonna write that down. Such a good show. Um, but we, she was at Upfronts, and someone came up to her and was like, "Oh my God, Darcy, I love you in an Emmy for Megan." Oh my and God. Seemingly did not know that she was on a television show and I was like this is exactly what I want to hear. You raised her profile. Yeah, it was it was the best day of my yeah, life is hearing that story. I, between you and Darcy, there is just one. The delivery is so nuanced because you have a line that goes um and I'm, this is written in the script you say um did you like the script I sent? And then she says, "Yes." yes. <laughs> not like a, yeah, I loved it or like yes. yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, so we, we, we reround it. We reround it. We, 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 went, we yeah. watched it again. We were like, we have um, to watch that back. So good. Darcy wrote that line. <laughs> oh my God. Can I also say, like, how mad would you be if you won an Emmy for writing an Emmy for Megan? Well, it's, I literally had a dream like last week that the nominations came out and I was nominated for best web series, which is functionally writing it and not for best actress. Oh and God. I was like, Excited, but yeah. like kind of upset. Yeah, no, I would be actually pretty furious. How would the the inverse of that be if you were nominated for actress but not for best? I think series? that would be fine because that is the one that I'm really going. Yeah, interesting. Because yeah, yeah. I want to show. I mean, I want to show my chops. Yeah, that's and important. I feel like that's the Emmy for your chops. If you w- literally win an Emmy award for acting, 
huge. Yeah. Like, think of the think door. Of you don't get the bigger than who that. Haven't won. Yeah, we were for acting. I'm like Sandra O. Oh. Yes, yes, I'm going to be a higher profile actress than That's Sandra O. Oh. Matt, you know I love to talk about you one of our sponsors. Love this thing. Guess which sponsor I'm going to talk about? I know you're going to talk about Quip. It's Quip. Oh my God, it's Quip. The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, Ugh. not for long enough, and mm. forget to change our brush on time. Mm. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? Well, I mean, for starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean those teeth. And of course, we've mentioned Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides or quadrants. Okay, I didn't even know it was a two-minute rule. It's a two-minute rule. I don't follow that rule. I need to start following that rule. You know, when, when, you know when you go to the dentist and the dentist is like, it's the two-minute rule. Okay. No, I never I never had that. See, my dentist has literally never said that to mm, me before. So yeah. Quip taught me what dentists should have been telling wow, me Wow, absolutely. Along. And if, if your dentists have been telling you that all along, you're very privileged. Very privileged. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including, get this, Free shipping worldwide. No matter where you worldwide. live. Worldwide. Worldwide. Worldwide, honey. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth, which is everywhere I go. Oh, everywhere I go, I take my teeth. And I if I forget them at teeth. home, I run back. And then I realize they've been in my mouth the whole time. Like, you know that thing of like, when you're like, where are my sunglasses? And they've been on your head. Right. Frequently, that's the narrative with me and my teeth. But then you, it's it's still that thing where it's like you walk down the sidewalk and you're like, oh, did I leave my teeth at home? Did I leave my teeth? Nope, they're nope, in my mouth. They're in my mouth. Thank God. God. And you know, guys, listen, it's not just Bowen that loves Quip. Everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List. They were named one of Time Magazine's best inventions. And it's the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. That ADA. That ADA they loves love her. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers who use Quip every day. Can I tell you a true story? Yeah, go ahead. I went to my dentist back in Colorado. We have a very complicated relationship. But oh. I was telling my hygienist all about Quip. She was not familiar mm. and she goes that's interesting and she was trying to like push this other like higher end brand on me but I was Ugh. like no I'm really happy with my quip but then what she did is she checked my teeth and usually she has something bad to say she's like you're not flossing enough <gasps> there's stuff that's I see some plaque build up here she literally had nothing bad to say about my teeth this she looked time, at your teeth and said no notes no notes and you know why it's because literally i use quip wow that is the god it's honest truth. and here's the deal you guys need to start using quip and we have an offer for you baby quip starts at just 25 dollars, and if you go to getquip.com forward slash ding dong right now you'll get your first refill pack free with a quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash ding dong i'm gonna spell it out for you bitch come on because i know that some of you can't spell dyslexic ass spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p.com forward slash ding dong d-i-n-g-d-o-n-g and now you have no excuse and if you forgot how to spell it, hit a little button on your screen that says reverse 15. This will go back 15 seconds and you can hear my beautiful voice say how to spell it again. And we might, you might have overshot the 15 seconds. Like we might be talking about my dentist trip. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, wait, just, for wait, just, just wait. wait for it. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. Listen, get quip. Get quip. Get, 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 get quip. Get quip. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just want to say like. 
Is there an award that we can win for podcasting, or were we snubbed? Webbies, oh, we were web- snubbed. We were snubbed by were the Webbies. Were you nominated? We submitted ourselves. Our our our, our reps submitted us. Did you read all the Allegedly. rules? I think so. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, like someone, like someone on the team, like probably like looked into it, and they were like, okay, this is all above board. Let's submit them. But we didn't. We, did we received not. no nominations. I'm happy, happy to put my publicity force behind you Thank guys you. for next year. Thank you. What does that entail? Uh, my own personal money buying one billboard. Thank you. That's yeah. the most co- one of the most cost prohibitive things of this whole promotion. Right. This, the, the campaigning process. If you want a Webby, you could. We got. We could, yeah. We yeah. Got. We you could, could we be got. the first we got. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg has a Webby. No, she no, doesn't. She, she doesn't. really. And I don't see her working towards it either. So listen, I mean, if she doesn't want to work for it, that that's part of the biz. There that's part go. of the industry. Absolutely. She's very. She really doesn't work hard. I already know what I would say if I won an award. What? Come on. You want to know my first line? I do. Yeah. So I would be so surprised, even if all the pundits like Sasha Stone, Nathaniel Rogers, even if they all said like, it looks like <laughs> it and it's Matt Rogers to lose, I would be surprised even if I'm not. That's yeah. part okay. of like but my- what's, yeah, the, yeah. what's the first line? I would go up to the, I would get my um, Emmy from, let's say- Padmalakshmi. Um, I was going to oh. say, I was going to say Retta. Retta. But Padma- These are both great options. Yeah, great options. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, so I would get my award and I would turn to the mic and I would go- for the next 45 seconds, I apologize in advance. No, Matt. <laughs> That's so good. It's I might really steal good. that. Yeah. I, <laughs> Cause, I cause really I... want to win because I really want to keep saying it's not, it was not about the award. <laughs> yeah. It was about the Community. scripts. It was about the scripts. It was yeah. about the art. It was not about the award. That yeah. is, you know, icing on the cake. Yeah, my speech would be about how, as a child, I would grow up watching this, these shows and just wanted to be a part of the community. That's oh. what my speech would be about. I grew up listening to podcasts <laughs> and just wanted desperately to be. It's like you listen to Rita Hayworth on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Helen Hayes on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my God. yeah of course. Legends. Um, Rita Moreno. Oh, podcast Rita Moreno. Legend. I think Rita Moreno <laughs> just legit did WTF. She did? Yeah. Oh my God, let's, I want to listen to that. Yeah. I love thinking that Mark Marin and Rita Moreno were at like open mics together. <laughs> and that's where it's very funny from what WTF used to be to be like yeah, yeah Rita and Mark just had like a really hard history in the New York comedy uh-huh, scene uh-huh. you know who Listen was to them really, really good and this will be a fucking fantastic segue uh-huh. but um, you know who was really good on WTF was Anne Hathaway she was oh, great. she was great who was similarly <gasps> similarly good who as uh-huh. as we scream and shout she was so good in Ocean's <gasps> 8. And you guys, we've all seen Ocean's 8. We and have. now we're going to talk about we're it. We're all under the table right now. Yeah. Just like flat we're, on our backs. We've slid, we've slid off the chairs just like I slid For off Anne. my chair and hit every bump yeah. on the way down. When I, the Star is Born trailer came on before Ocean's, Ocean's 8, 8. Yeah. I was fully wet. And I, yeah. woo! Yeah, it was a slip and slide down oh. to the screen. Ooh, baby, at the arc light, honey. We, and then, okay, so we saw it at the arc light, and then you can go outside, and they have all the gowns on display from Ocean's Eight. So um, if you're in LA, wait, I went to the arc light, and I did not. I feel like I was so blown away by this movie. I did not even register the gowns around. I like don't know where to start with this movie. Okay, it well, was, pick a place. It was first of all, it just was like. I give it a true A plus 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 experience. Plus. Yes. It I cannot believe it has gotten not that good reviews because I was like, these are all just like crusty old men. Yeah. Truly that's do what not it is. Get what this is going for. The fact that it's set at the Met Gala is like the most genius, genius. stroke of storytelling. We applauded when they went when they showed the It building. basically was just a drag queen show. Yes. The fact yes. that it was like eight of the most famous actresses. 
pretending to be in a movie, but they were just being like, look, it's me, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. And like, there's a scene where yep. Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock find uh, Helena Bonham Carter like right. eating Nutella on the floor. She's like despondent. And yeah. who was also fantastic. Amazing. Was so Did an funny. Irish accent just because. There was just some because. great accent work in yes, this movie. Yes. Amazing. And I was like, oh, you found your friend, Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. could not be either. But Anne Hathaway is a dream come true. Yes. Yeah. She's so funny. So funny. The, the plumpest lips. This yeah. side of the Mississippi. Huge lips in this Huge movie. Lips. She look. This is my favorite performance she's ever done. It's it it is like perfectly self parodying. Yes. Yeah. But she commits. There's a point where she just like makes herself cry looking in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, not thin enough. You're using you're using all of your tools. Yeah. Truly. It's for amazing. this movie. There's also like no con. Not to give spoilers. There's like no real conflict in the movie. No. It's just like. Fun. These beautiful women hanging out, having fun, and then also having more fun, and then also having more friends. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It's like everything I want. Yes. It's so gentle. It really was so low conflict. There was never even a moment where I was like, fuck, 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 they're going to get no, caught. No, 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 no. Yeah. Was that how Ocean's Eleven was? Like, was there any conflict in that? I think there was. I think there's at least peril that the heist isn't going to work. Spoilers. Right. And it's like, for this, you're just like, these are like, it, it's like, Barbie dolls hanging out with yeah. each other. Not like aesthetically, but the vibe of just like perfect friends. Yeah. And then at the end, after the heist, they're just eating pizza together yeah. in a loft. Yeah. yeah. And I like, there's nothing more soothing. It was so soothing. So soothing. It, it felt really like was. ASMR. It was something. a salve. It was like, it was a salve. It but it salve. also, they, it's at the Met Gala that they're doing this heist. But then for like what, I think is 40 minutes. They just show a fake Met Gala. Yeah. And yes. that is so funny to me that they full on just do like Heidi Klum is there yep. in a gown mm -hmm. and they are giving the audience exactly what they want, which is like the Met Gala was like a month ago and I miss it. So I need yeah, another I need one. Another one. <laughs> also that you of course get Kim, all the Kardashians really and like shots just like very present. It's like, that's the one, if I have one criticism, okay. it's that I wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I wanted to see more celebs. Oh yeah. I need okay, more celebs. Sure. I want more like it like the blending because it's also celebrities playing fake celebrities. Yes. I wondered at first if Anne Hathaway was gonna play Anne Herself. Hathaway. Sure, that sure. would have been genius. It it would have been amazing. But it's like clearly they I think I loved it in a very sincere way because it full force was like we are going to give women and queer people exactly what yes, they yes, want yes, exactly which is like the we're not gonna like just do like a girl cast Ocean's Eleven right. mm -hmm. we're going to full on make it like a much different tone which I thought was wonderful I loved it it was candy I play this game this like movie box office game online where you just like rank what you think the move the biggest movies of the summer are gonna be uh -huh. and I Kind of messed up. I did put Ocean's <laughs> Eight like third, <laughs> like above Mission Impossible and like Jurassic World. Is it, it doing was well? Sort of, Is it doing well? I think it's doing okay. Ugh. It was. It's definitely not going to make a billion dollars, but I. It was like wishful thinking <laughs> to me of like 
Also, Rihanna. But I was just going to say also Rihanna. Get her also on Rihanna. this show. Okay, we need to get Rihanna. We're gonna get Rihanna. We, we yeah. need to have reach out at least. That? Yeah. I've thought today. about it. Okay. Well, the thing is, I think that we have a lot in She just common. did WTF. Yeah, honestly, I think we have a lot in common. As my generation's Rihanna, me personally, yeah. Oh God, see, I think that's what's keeping me. Yeah, that's what's keeping me from winning, winning acting and podcasting awards is because everyone thinks of me as an iconic singer. Yeah, it's it's hard to separate you into your various talents because really you just think like umbrella. So you think that that's something that she really thinks? Like, she's like, oh, they're not going to take me seriously as an actress because I'm an iconic pop star. Rihanna? Yeah. Maybe. I yeah. think maybe. She's yeah. like so iconic as like the type of person that she is that right. I feel like even the character she was playing in this movie was like Rihanna influenced. Yes. I want to see her as like like in the hours. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Like. Oh. Throw her in. Throw her in the deep end of the pool. See how it goes. <laughs> but she I did. Say. She like portrayed a believable sister. Sister, um, like I believe that that little girl was her sister. Oh yeah, and I also oh, was yeah, like, was how good. lucky is that little girl who got oh, cast as Rihanna's sister? <laughs> oh my god! Was, Anyone who had a bit part in that movie, our friend Will Steven was in the movie for two seconds. Like I thought that was him. That was that's well. Will Steven. I, I also am basically face blind and I <laughs> saw the movie with one of his friends and was going to lean over and be like, was that him? Yeah. And then was like, no, of course not. No, it was, was him. Will. He was getting fucked up by Aquafina in that. That's and, incredible. And, and I guess so uh, Washington Square Park. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Or, I did it. I recognized a person. You did it. You did it. I was, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's a perfect movie. Perfect movie. I think it's going to go to, it's in the same way that like Magic Mike XXL is one of my favorite movies mm -hmm. because like nothing mm -hmm. bad happens yeah. and it is like really kind and shows masculinity in a way that's really positive. I felt the same way leaving this movie, which was like nothing bad happened and it was everyone joyful. was friends. It was <laughs> yeah. joyful. And I loved that like you get the sense that they're going to remain friends. Like yes. they all get on the subway together and like, yes, they all go off and do their, because spoiler alert, they they win, guys. Like they get away with the heist. Like that's part of it. Mm -hmm. um, but then they all go do their activities. Yeah. But you do get a sense <laughs> that they will get together and like, you know, eat more pizza in that loft. Yeah, they're going to get together and go see Ocean's 8 100 as a group. <laughs> 100%. Or honestly, I bet they all get together and get stoned and see Jurassic World fall in kind of Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Which I'm actually really excited about, too. It I, looks batshit crazy. I am really excited. Um, I have a few friends who've seen it and said that it's good. Apparently, there's a scene where I don't, I feel like this oh is real. God. It might be in jest, where they like have a close up on. Bryce Dallas Howard's shoes, which are flats, oh. to be like, we're not, we're not fucking around this time. She's not wearing She's heels. Wearing a flat and I was shoe. like, that is hilarious. No, I, I would never take her out of those heels. I'd be like, yeah, no, they should be higher this time. They should, they should be, be higher. Like high high boots, <laughs> like nine inch stilettos. Yeah, the, the the flats lower the stakes. Okay, yeah, to de-heighten. For me, that was like a highlight Literally. of the first movie. Like, Literally. there was like. Like the scene with Lauren Lapkus yes. and Jake Johnson to me was the best thing Very about fun. the movie. Yeah. We talked about this with with Gabrus. Like it took me out of the movie. Where you're like, oh wait, this is a good comedy. Yeah, moment. this is like a great yeah. idea in a uh, crazy blockbuster. Film. And then the second best part of the movie had to be Bryce Dallas Howard's nude heels. Oh. Like that had to be. I think that they should lean into them this time and like keep showing close-ups where there's no like mud or anything right. on them. And I also feel like she should functionally be like floating through the whole movie. Yeah. she. They should be like show her feet 
running look director yeah director. they yeah. should show her feet running but like her feet don't really touch the ground they get like <laughs> a half an inch away from the ground yeah yeah wow. yeah that's, that's let's actually lock it in as rule of culture it's rule of culture number 79 bryce dallas howard, howard should always, always be, be in the nude heel. heel yeah yeah um they she should get them surgically oh yeah implanted oh, also sure. her iconic haircut is now gone and oh, she's wearing right. like a ponytail, like a more functional, like dinosaur saving ponytail. Yeah, but and they can grab you by that pony. I know. Dude, that might come into play. Obviously. Oh. Now I'm thinking like a writer. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. we're getting a full master Also, not yeah. for anything, but obviously a man wrote this movie. If they're going to think that those dinosaurs aren't going to go right for that ponytail. that They've never been on a jog. <coughs> yes, exactly. Oh, shit. That's real. Listen, I am so excited to go see the movie. And I'm, I I understand Thanks for from plugging it. my movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World, yeah. I understand from it that... They have to return to the island to save the dinosaurs yes. because the island is going to explode. Oh right. my God, that is so crazy. It's like a volcano island. And so they they, they understand that they have to go back to the island, Isla Sorna, mm -hmm. to save the dinosaurs. And I don't know, bring yes. them where? I don't know. But the island does explode. And that's what you see in the trailer is the whole island exploding. Dinosaurs hopping in the water. And if what we're... Seeing is to be believed, the dinosaurs come back to society. Oh. That's great. And they like teach them how to be real English ladies. Yeah. Or like my fair lady. Or yeah. they eat everybody, y'all. <laughs> or BD Wong comes back um, <laughs> and like just like like invites them to his all Asian brunch. I love that. Wait, every was Saturday. BD Wong in the first Jurassic World? Yeah. Yes. He, he was in the I first and he was in like the original franchise. He was yeah. sort of a villain. Yeah. I think he is the villain. Yeah. This is, I was thinking in the car the other day, there's like not a line I wish I had written more than Clever Girl. I think it is like one of the best lines. It can be used like, it's so good in the first movie. It's also so good as like camp. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Think about that. They When Spielberg was making Jurassic Park, he knew it was going to be huge. Yeah. And in the script, there's the line, hold on to your butts. And they said, and they said, you know, hundreds of millions of people are going to see this. Keep it. Keep the line. It's we're you know he fought for that line. We're going to stick yeah. with it. I mean, the character every, would say it. Yeah, the character would say it. This character would say it. Every frame had to be like poured over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. let's yeah. let's really decide. It's and hold on to your butts. Made it and and clever girl made it and all these things. And it's just like. Uh, you have Movies to be thankful. today don't have enough catchphrases. You're 100% right. I agree. Right. We're catchphrase queens, big yeah. time. Like, Ocean's 8, loved it, but like, give me yeah. a catchphrase. Give me, well, give me like Anne Hathaway, like saying something like, <laughs> I don't know. What's a good what's a good no, catchphrase you could have said? Hold on to your lips. Hold on to your lips. I think there's a sleeper, there's a sleeper quote catchphrase what? in Ocean's Eight. When she's doing the walk like the walkthrough tour of the exhibit yeah. and the camera crew's following. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know what you're gonna say. And oh god, but you might oh, have to, you, I know you might what need you're to help too. me remember. Um yeah. how many carrots are your diamonds? Enough. enough. <laughs> That was the closest we got to like a a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gives you over the shoulder movie star glamour. Enough. enough like oh, so, so fun good. okay it is Life. yeah sorry it's so no 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 we we're gonna say it just is it is drag queens it's yeah. drag like queens. everyone there studied at least drag race if not yes. mm -hmm, themselves. you could do Anne Hathaway for snatch game absolutely you could, you could do like the heightened persona did you guys of know Hathaway that i was on rupaul's drag you I was like, I feel like I have to not leave this podcast without bringing this Tell up. us everything. Who, who, oh, who, who was there? Who was there? Well, I was, when I first moved out to LA like seven years ago, uh -huh. 
I was on an extras casting website because I just was like working on jobs. Yeah. I still get emails do. from mine, casting networks. It's f- I just wanted to do like weird stuff mm-hmm. and fill my days and make money. And on the casting website was a uh, casting notice for like, are you a sad woman? Do you love gay people? Then sign up for this new show. Are you a sad and, woman? Do you love gay people? Oh my and I was God. like, uh, check and check <laughs> and checkmate. And I wrote an essay that was like mostly based in reality, but also it was essay like, driven. The application it was process. essay driven. <sighs> it was like, you know, I exaggerated some things. Um, and then you attach a photo and they called me in for like a in-person interview and they were like, oh. don't dress up, dress <gasps> normally. So my normal was I wore full, like a red track suit and then a huge knit sweater that had a big duck on the back. <laughs> and I wore ballet slippers and my retainer and just like my glasses and looked horrible. I also like hadn't cut my hair in like four years or and something. They said, it was disgusting. We love you. And they were like, you are, you know exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> and so I was on an episode and drag you, if you do not remember, which probably everyone does. Everyone, they everyone. would have three women who the queens would make over into drag queens to give them the confidence of a drag queen. Of yeah. course. And uh, it was a perfectly... single episode competition and I did win my episode. Yes! I was Not a... problematic show at all. No, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, it's very layered, but I will say Rue <laughs> is like the nicest person ever and truly believed that he was like, making our lives better. Like, it was <laughs> oh so God. sincere and I truly was like, this is a very sweet person. And... I had a one-on-one interview with Rue where I tried to make myself cry during it. Oh my god! But, and I like cannot find the episode online anywhere. Yeah, they, they wiped it. Like, the they wiped they, it. They truly did. I can't even like buy it. I there's pictures of me online though. My drag name was Smoky St. James. <laughs> Love it. And it was like I, I was kind of conflicted about doing it when I first did it because I was like making up crazy shit to say. And I was like, (laughs) should I do this? I remember talking with my mom being like, is this like horrible that I'm doing this? And then now it is like the only thing I care that I've done. (gasps) Which drag queen made you over? Mariah. Mariah. My my episode was Mariah, Raven, and Jujubee. Jujubee, who I am a big fan of. Huge. uh, Was great. I feel like the queens did not really want to talk to the contestants off camera, which was fine. I, I, there's... But then the other girls I was competing against were both like lovely young women yeah. who I like became Facebook friends with. Mm-hmm. And I then was like, oh my God, this sucks that I'm basically doing this as a bit. And then like, <laughs> they seemingly were doing it for real. Yeah, yeah. But you, all three of you like sort of like opted into the same thing. You all got no, something out true. of it. That's yeah. true. It was just um, different things. Yeah. I, you just happened but to win. We, we had a lip sync and I <gasps> lip synced Let's get physical. Oh. And I feel like I really, really gave it my own. I'm yeah, sure I'm not surprised that you If I can find it, I will send it to you. I want to see it. Okay, wait. Maybe someone listening. Is that the connection it. that got RuPaul on your web series? I So RuPaul, that's the first time I met Ru. And then like he followed me on Twitter Love that. a yes. few years ago. And I messaged him and was like, hey, I'm such a big fan. But also, funny thing is that I was this person. He was like, oh, my God, I totally remember oh you. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> when I was uh, working at The Simpsons last winter, he actually came on and did a voice. <gasps> yes, and yes, it was yes. so funny and uh, got to hang out there. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, so so, so that I, was emailed, the I emailed for my web series 
I meet with a bunch of famous people, which you will see if <laughs> yes, I, yes. who I am varying degrees of friends with. And was like, but like sort of was just like, this is the stupidest possible thing I could ask you for. And some people just immediately email back, like yes. in two seconds. Rue in two seconds emailed back and sent me Personally? the funniest. Fu yeah. And sent me this like hilarious clip that was like, Girl, I do not think you should be doing this. You seem desperate. I just, it, it's a really bad look. But honestly, if you want this Emmy, I'm all behind you, bitch. And it was like, I like could not believe it. Yeah. And I was so grateful to these people for playing along. Yeah, Rue was the only one that tried to talk some sense into I know, you. everyone else was like, Megan, you're doing great. Your yeah. web series is amazing. <laughs> but the Rue thing seems that's like- That's because Rue is the truth teller. Rue, Truly. Rue give you truth. Yeah. Are you a Drag Race fan? I am. Yeah. So right. to this day, who yeah. who are you pulling for going forward? Um, Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. <laughs> she wants Vanjie. She wants Vanjie. She's, she's come yeah. back. She's 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 coming back. Rumor well, yeah. rumor has it that oh, she, she'll be back for season eleven. I rumor gotten, has it. Should have gotten her on my web series. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh next year my web series is gonna be two. full Drag Race. <laughs> we just Great. did a show and with Alaska and Jinx Monsoon, That's and they amazing. were so. Nice. They were so That's nice. fantastic. They were great. Um, we Megan, live for them. We're going to ask you what we ask all of our guests. Oh, okay. yes. We can't believe we're only getting to it now. We're only doing it now. The conversation then, is rollicking. It's rollicking, <laughs> but then we'll ask and then we'll move on. Okay. What is the culture that made you say culture is for me? Now, this is to say that it's like a, a, like a piece of art, a book, a, a film, a TV show, a neighborhood, oh, you know, whatever. You woke amazing. up one day a and restaurant. opened your window and, yeah. and you said, ooh. And this is like the culture that sang back. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, my very, very sincere answer is Stephen Sondheim, <gasps> which I, from, we were playing this game at work last week, which was like, which celebrity should they die? <laughs> Do you feel complete ownership over? Like, yes. who is the person that for you would be like, this is someone who was in my life to such an, an intimate extent. And we were trying to list like three people. And I was like, the only person for me is Steven Sondheim. Wow. Which from the time I was like a little kid, my mom is a huge Broadway fan. I'm like a huge Broadway yes, fan, yes. if that is not clear. And uh, so introduced me very young, but I just feel like every stage of my life growing up, I was like, Oh, so you can be incredible as a musician and you can be funny and you can be really dark and you can be like sassy mm -hmm. with attitude mm -hmm. all at the same time and just really clever. And I feel like that sensibility carries out into so many of my different interests. Yes. But also because that he always operates in such specific atmospheres like that's something like I yes. think Into the Woods is like just so genius that he took those stories and made yeah. it into what it is I think Sweeney Todd is for me the best thing I've ever seen in I my agree life. I actually have said this multiple times but I was like I think Sweeney Todd is the best piece of art yeah. that exists and I'm willing to have this this hopefully not argument but conversation yeah. with anyone which is like it most successfully accomplishes the thing it's trying to set mm -hmm. out to do but it's also <gasps> like I love I love things that are like super fun with like an intense edge to yes, them. Yes. Um, so that to me, Sweeney Todd in middle school or high school yeah. when I first started listening to it was like so influential. Groundbreaking. Um, yeah. Before I moved here, I thought I wanted to move to New York and try to write Broadway theater mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then was like, I guess I'll move to LA instead, but maybe yeah. someday I'll move to New York. A Tony what? for yeah. Megan. Well, Tony for I mean, Megan. I'm just trying to knock them out. I really yeah. ideally want to get a bit EGOT where like yeah, 100%. I somehow play the system in each of the categories. 
One yeah. of my friends at work pitched that I should make a short film about the making of an Emmy for Megan and submit it for an Oscar. <laughs> short form like, documentary subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Which perfect. I'm I'm gonna work on that. Honestly, <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what I think is the easiest way to win an Oscar? Huh? At, you write a song in a movie. Yeah. Yes. There, that is the easiest that way. That is the easiest it's way. It's like, it seems like they are just giving these out. Giving them out. Sam Smith yeah, sure has Bobby an Academy Lopez Award. Bobby is not nominated. Right, right, right. As long as Robbie, yeah. Or like, write it for an iconic film. I wrote. And it will ride the wave. Yeah. I wrote for the Oscars this year. Right. Which was extremely fun. But mostly, like, the craziest thing that I saw during this, it also was unbelievable to see. It. Like, yeah. Sufjan Stevens singing in front of me was really amazing. amazing. But... For dress rehearsal the day before the Oscars, I did not know this. The musicians come and sing their real songs. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so you get like Mary J. Blige singing only to you and like 10 other people amazing. in the audience, which Wild. is amazing. But for the, so they can time the winners. They have stand-ins who are extras. Sure. Who, who maybe kind of look like the people who could win. Right, right, right. Who come up and give fake speeches. <gasps> but they write them, these stand-ins write them like they are the people winning. That's insane. And, and, and no shade on these people. It's like an amazing job. And you get to pretend like you're winning an Oscar. Oh. But so like someone would play like, Timothy Chalamet or whatever coming up to the stage. <laughs> and are they holding a statue? They get a fake statue and they'll be like, oh my God, thank you so much. I can't believe I'm like the youngest winner or whatever. Like facts about these people's lives. Oh. And sometimes they go long and have to get played off. And I was like, this is the most mind blowing thing I've ever seen. There's so many I, layers to I, that. I can't I believe on, that is I was done. I so obsessed with it. I was like, this needs to be like a Christopher Guest thing. hundred percent. Like the weirdest group. And I also was like, I got the sense that they did feel like they were winning. <sighs> which God, again, it's not so trying complicated. to make fun of this. No. It just was like, you get, you're on the stage. People just, like Mary J. Blige just sang with the choir. It feels real. You can't help but like live it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're like this. Might be the closest I get to this. This I, is amazing. I did a stand-in for the ABC upfronts a few years oh, ago. It love was it. It, and, and like it was the year like and we they all had us do different like like um it, like we had to stand in for certain people and read what they were going to be saying off the prompter. So we yeah. had to be good at reading off a prompter. And like I was playing John Ridley, who created American Crime uh -huh. on ABC, and I had to like do the speech that was like like you know when they announce like a best picture nominee. Like and it's like they, this. Then they cut to is you. American crime, and you look at the screen. Oh, but I literally you did that flawlessly. I was serving you presenter, and then they were like, they, "Someone said to me afterwards, they were like, you really read the copy very well,' oh, and it was the best compliment anyone me. ever gave to me because you know, as someone who wants to be involved in award shows going forward, I would love to be a presenter. I would love to be a presenter. Well, now you'll know if you win for real. That you can like talk with the stand, like you'll know how to yeah. talk with the stand, and I'll, I'll be able to go up to them as like a talent and be like, "I was one of you guys, I, and I know like this is a lot of standing, it's a lot of sitting, standing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It never goes. I get away. it. I get it. And somebody yeah. will be like me right now, winning best Webby. <laughs> best Webby. <laughs> this bit we got, I'm obsessed. We got yeah. for Megan. Thank you. We have to. We have to make it happen. It's. It's. It could span a career. I mean, literally. Yeah. Okay. I, I wow. have a question for you. Yes. What is the best version of Sweeney Todd that you've seen? Because oh. I have. So, I have an opinion. This is. Uh, I have seen. I saw two different productions of the one that's on off Broadway right now mm -hmm. at the that church. Yeah, I think. Brad. Yeah. What's where no, is it? No, I forgot what it's called. Barrow Theater. Barrow Theater. Barrow, yes. Barrow, Barrow Street. And yeah. Barrow that Street. was a really. I thought that was a great production. Mm -hmm. Um just because it's so intimate, you're basically sitting in the stage and they like serve you pie and yeah. stuff. I am like just 
truly partial to the original, which my mom, a huge musical theater person, she has said that the best day of her life was giving birth to me and my twin brother. Oh. And the second best day of her life was when she was like 20 and saw the original <gasps> Broadway production of Sweeney Todd and like was like crying at the end by how much she loved it. But it's so emotional. It's wow. just like Angela Lansbury, who is yeah. just truly a queen, yeah. was like so good at embodying the comet the comedy of Mrs. Lovett, but mm-hmm. then also the like true desperation of her. Yeah, ultimate and, tragedy. Like has a great voice. And I just think like as a performer, she's so warm and funny. And there's very few people like that where I really just like love them and yeah. they're not larger than like Patty Lupone is amazing, but she's like hilarious because yeah. she's so larger than life sure. that you're like, that's Patty Lupone. Mm-hmm. But Angela is more sort of Subtle in the way. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, what's your production? My my favorite that I will sit down and watch the whole thing, like maybe three or four times a year, is the concert version Uh with Patti Lapone and George Hearn and Neil Patrick Harris, and I think that is amazing to me. Like, and what's emblematic of what's so great about that is Patti Lapone's performance of Worst Pies in London. Yeah, because of what you said, like the broad kind of like genius execution of comedy there while she's singing in this operatic style, just note perfectly telling the story. Cause sometimes with Angela Lansbury and this is, and, and, and listen, Uh-oh. listen, it's fine. It, safe space. It's fine. It's a safe space. Okay. I trust my sisters. Okay. okay. Um, I have a hard time. And this is my problem with Helena Bonham Carter in the movie. I have a hard time hearing exactly what every single word is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but Patty Lapone is, Wasp pies in London. Like she's just giving you, she is giving you, you really every just consonant. Right into that. Oh no, yes. incredible yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for your consideration, <laughs> no. But th- for me, that number and that whole show, that performance of it, I just love because they lean into the comedy, and I think it's so funny. But it's also so scary and dark, and also yeah. I love that it's just everyone's in like studio blacks, and they're yeah, just like so- doing the thing, and like I, I think it Wait, just can works. Can we put so on well. a Las Culturistas production? Of Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. We can. I yes. really would love to. I feel you like would be is, amazing, Mrs. Lovett. I'd love to be a Lovett. You would be great. And then you guys can be whoever Wait, you, you want should to be. be Sweeney, <laughs> you should be Sweeney Todd. Yeah, because you're evil and dark. Because I'm evil and dark. Yeah. And I think that. Mm, I think. Ugh. I think I'll be. And Toby. Don't. don't uh, no one yell. But I think I want to be Joanna. Oh, that would be beautiful. Okay, I see that. I think I want to be Joanna. Um, Wait, one more thing about Sweeney Todd. And then I promise we'll stop talking about it. No, this is I, your culture. I, this, this I, is culture. I one of my friends who's a Broadway fan brought up that he is one hundred percent certain that Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Lovett have fucked by the end of the show. Like that This is a big discussion. And I was like blown away. Okay. Because I never once considered that in my entire life of listening to every single note of this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like no, it's clear to me that he has no use for her mm-hmm. and that she is very, like, obsessed with how withholding he is and just, like, keeps doing stuff for him. Like, maybe I've I've been in the place of having an unrequited crush one or twice. One or twice. Oh, one or twice. Where, one or twice. Where it's just, like, no one is giving you anything. So you're just like, I'll do anything for you. I'll go get you a sandwich from CVS. Yeah. And you keep filling the well you and keep but filling nothing. The well. Yeah. So My, that's yeah. what I always assumed she was. Okay. But then they're like, no, he he doesn't like her, but he's just like, they're Fucking in a relationship or whatever. Yeah. And that seemed 
crazy. To My me. AP lit teacher had a had a take on this. She <laughs> Did you said, "Study Sweeney Todd." Well, this a- is when my AP lit teacher. Ms. This is when the movie You went to gay school? I went to gay school. I went to gay school. No, but I was so lucky because, and this is actually an insane story, but um, I, I took AP Lit in high school and she like had us read all this these amazing novels and everything, but then she was like, we're going to actually stop the curriculum and you guys are going to, um, because Sweeney Todd was coming out the movie. Oh. And she was like, everyone go see the movie this weekend and then we'll talk about uh, Stephen Sondheim and Sweeney Todd because what he does is in a way literature. Yeah. And um, so I went and saw it and the movie was like my first time ever seeing the story of it all the way through. And I do look back on the movie and I understand what it is, but I have like a, a, a like a dislike of it. The movie sucks. The movie yeah. sucks. Bad, yeah. um, I was trying to like tiptoe around that, but the movie sucks. Um, but she was like, in this movie, those characters have fucked. And she was like, in other forms of it, like in the first Winnie Todd, I don't think they fucked. But in this movie, they fucked. It just depends on whatever. And I was like, what's making you say that? And she's like, look at the way that like, like she's covetous of him, but uh-huh. like, it's like a more casual lived in thing. Like you can, you get totally, the sense totally. that looking at those two actors, those and are like two characters that And she also is a little more sexual than, yeah. Mrs., than Angela Lansbury plays her, right, which right. is like Zany. matronly and zany. Yeah. I can tell you that in our production, me and Bowen will have fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be <laughs> really overtly sexual. It will sexual. be overt and possibly on stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. Well, he'll Stephen Sondheim will send us a letter. He sends us. He, he sends is, letters. They yeah. were gonna do an all male company at NYU. Saw, well, here's the thing. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to. Interrupt. No, 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 but no, 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 no. He sent an email and it stopped. As I explained at the beginning of this, when I flew to New York last weekend to see all of Angels in America in one day. <laughs> I then was reading, which I really loved. I was reading about the director, mm-hmm. n- whose name is Marianne Elliott, I think. Um, oh, yeah. That's and right. I was reading about her, and they were saying that she managed to convince Sondheim to put on a all-female company that they're doing in the West End. Yes, I have year. heard about this. And she's such a talented director, and I'm, like, unbelievably excited for it. And I feel like maybe— I'm cast. I don't know if, oh if they've told God. people yet. I haven't like auditioned and no one knows who I am. Who but would you want to be, Bobby? I don't think I'd be. A, I think truly I should just always play crazy people. So like, you should not, be uh, Elaine. Elaine Stretch. I would love. You would to do play, Ladies Who Lunch like I would, a yes. boss. I do it. I do so it good. not even when I'm supposed to be doing it. I'd come in during someone else's song <laughs> and just start doing it. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god! I love company. No, see, I do too. Can I say? Can I admit something sinful? Yeah, have never seen any iteration of Sweeney Todd besides the movie, and it like completely Ooh, ruined it for me. And I don't I'll send you the link. Um, send me the link because you know what? Because yeah. now, because now they're putting up all like the original productions on YouTube, and you can watch the whole thing. One, I spent yeah. I spent I, one day just like getting stoned and watching all of Sunday in the Park, yeah. like Bernadette Mandy, oh God, and I've it was seen, the best. I've seen so many bootleg Broadway shows on YouTube, which is like a sign of like true obsession. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is like me and like one of my best friends from school would just watch like wicked taped on a camcorder in the back <laughs> row, mm-hmm. and you just like see half of someone's head in it. And I just like <laughs> craved it so much I had to watch it. There's also me and my roommate. For there's like a two hour supercut of everyone who's played Elphaba. I was just gonna say, I've seen like and I, yep. from The Wizard and I, and it is like so funny. But then also genuinely, you're just like that was great. That was that was a okay. Nasal. Yeah, that's a great riff. I haven't heard that one before. Uh, I, so I have crazy. seen I have seen every seen single Defying Gravity performance. Yeah, and I there is one single one that is Who? the best. 
Her name is Brandy <laughs> Siobhan Massey. Yeah, you do. Oh, do yes, it. I know okay. what you're talking about. And she, she embellishes oh. the fuck out of it. She was yeah. an understudy who yeah. got her moment, darling. And oh, she told what? everyone when she said, she's like, if I'm going on, I will be unforgettable. I don't know if it'll be good. Oh. Don't know if it will be the but song. But it will be unforgettable. But it will be unforgettable. Yeah. Do, so do yourself a favor. Listen to the last two minutes of Brandy Chavon Massey's only it's wild. Defying Gravity. It's wild. It is full out. I did not realize she only did it once. So, so, so the way that you do the last riff is. Ah. Well, no, she, but, but she even but like. But she. And the lead no. up to it. And the, and the lead, lead up, up to it is, it's a wild ride and yeah. we are on it. Yeah. But the last, yeah. the, the riff that she decided to do instead of. Ah, was and I was just like, oh my god! You hear her throat rip in I half. The, honestly, everyone in the audience is dead. <laughs> it's like you don't just keep having to go up. Like, and everyone's like, you could tell all the whole company was like. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, oh my god! No one survived. Oh, Nobody so survived funny. that note. That it's is great. like the end of Black Swan. Oh, yes. Leave it all out on the stage. No, it was, she can't possibly have done okay. Act Two after that. She did. She has no way she's singing No Good Deed after the the experience that was. I'm like flop sweating thinking about <laughs> her doing that. I'm Everyone, like so overwhelmed. Go YouTube it. It is a moment in time. A moment in time. And uh, also, like, that's such an... It's it's like trash, but yeah. but Wicked is so. Oh, I love Wicked. It's so I think good. it's clever. I, I think it's good. Yeah. I, it, I think it's definitely clever. There's definitely like four or five songs when you're like, oh my sure, God, but people, when, when people is this just shit on Wicked. Wonderful. It's, it's like a WM. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. People, it's like a WNBA thing. People shit on it all the time. It's a punchline now, but it's still, it's so good. No, first of all, like. I truly think it's such a good story of like female friendship. Yes. It's like a really great not it's like not about the romance no. really. Mm. And I think that's so fun. It's about aspiration. It's about I definitely want to play like fat Glinda. That's like another <laughs> one of like my ideal. I mean, I won't say I'm fat. I'll say that I'm a big Glinda. Glinda was never like weight specific. Though. I know. I just feel like every Glinda I've seen has been so tiny. Oh. But I feel like I'm Megan like a, Hilty has hips. I'm like a five eight, like I broke a chair, as I said earlier. <laughs> I'm just like a, a like a dense woman. Um, and then you want to play? You want to play? You big Jew, Glinda, Jewish, Jewish that's, Glinda. Yeah, I want to play Jewish Glinda. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Okay, so we're talking about doing. No, we're I mean, talking about staging Wicked. Yeah, and um, you play. Um, Alphabet in Act One, and I do Alphabet in Act Two, and we switch roles. So we we do Glinda, Alphabet, no. Alphabet, Glinda. Amazing. I don't like that. I, I think uh. it's I think it's two. <laughs> You're like, oh, uh. it's like I think it's a weekend of shows, and mm -hmm. then one night I, we we in, play one like iteration. in rep. Yeah, I yes. don't I don't like that, <laughs> like and I I don't like that, and like I won't do that. I don't I like that, that, and I won't do that. I think you should switch off mid scene. Like I think you need <sighs> to start like playing with it. Where like, but I also obviously want the two alphabets to like get in a fight. Yeah, like I just yeah. kind of want this. To, you want the whole to, show to break down and yeah, become about a behind the are, scenes meltdown. Yes, yeah, I love yes. that too. Okay, before we move on, to I deconstructed so wicked, yeah. deconstructed wicked. Before we move on, what did you think of Angels? I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I did. This is like my. I had heard a lot of amazing things about Andrew Garfield, who I f did not like. Sure, my like, hot take is, is he, like, yeah. why is he doing what I felt like was a caricature? Mm. It, 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 like. That was just my personal reaction is sure. I felt like I was watching him 
doing this character right. and being like, I'm Andrew Garfield and look at how much I'm putting myself through to play Prior Walter. Yeah. The guy who played Lewis, who I had never seen before, and it turns out is like a Scottish guy playing a flawless American. like Jewish nebbishy uh, yeah, guy, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I kept thinking that he was forgetting his lines because he was so natural on stage. And also like, I am not a good actor. <laughs> I'm a good web series actor. I'm a good, yeah. I think, Emmy-worthy like, Emmy actor. theater comedy actor. I'm not like someone stage. who has like figured out what all the lines mean. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. thought of going over a script and being like, what is this person trying to say? I'm like, no, just say a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when I see actual good acting, I'm like, so blown away by it. And also just seeing 10 hours of theater is like- Oh my God. All it, like literally I went to New York, red eye, got in Saturday, saw 10 hours of theater and left on Sunday. <laughs> and it was like so soothing. And you don't get wow. that in LA. That is a pilgrimage. Yeah. It's literally like a religious journey. I live my brand. Do Amazing. people usually see it in one day or do they do it on two different days? People have been doing it. Like Josh saw it, like did the whole one day thing. And all in one day? Seven I hours. I think it's good to do it all in one day because it truly, like you forget about the world. Okay. Yeah. You're just like, and also because you're watching these actors having memorized two full like four hour plays. Oh it's unbelievable. God. I like have a horrible memory. I don't remember how I got to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I like floated here somehow. The thought of like having to memorize that many words is crazy. It's very scary. But you were very good at memorizing the very real script. The script. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yes. yeah, for like three minute episodes, I'm really yeah. actually very good at memorizing yeah, yeah, scripts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the scripts, I mean, I wrote the scripts, so... It, I think it's easier when sure. you write, right, when right, you write right. the of scripts out. Which is why I always demand to be the writer and actor on all my projects. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If I'm ever like lucky enough to book anything, I'll just tell them, great. And I have to go come in and just quickly rewrite the whole script. And, and then it's yours. And, and then, then it's, and it's in your bones. It'd just be easier for me to memorize. Of course. That's all. Um, wow. This I, I, literally, I literally could go on. For many hours. For many yeah. hours. But the, here's Same. the good news. if you And it's tonight, people. Is I don't think so, honey. Live mm. at oh. the Echoplex. So if you want more of all of this, you can come out to the Echoplex tonight. Doors open at eight p.m. Oh. and the show will begin at nine p.m. and Megan Amram is going to be there. I love that it's Saturday right now, but we can mm -hmm. be like tonight. Yeah, yeah. right, right. When you're listening, it's going to be Tuesday. That's an industry conceit for or everyone at home. People who listen after Tuesday, they oh. can still hear us say tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. If it's Tuesday, June 12th, guys, it's tonight. If it's any other time, disregard. Do not go Disregard. Don't Echoplex. go to the Echoplex. You're going to see some rock band. Of course. Oh, and we got Ugh. our dates mixed up. This is not coming out June 10th. It's coming out June 12th, a day after Emmy voting opens. Okay. So right, but you can still vote on the 12th. Yes. Right. Yes, you, yes. you can vote until <laughs> an, until like another day. Like the 24th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're an Emmy voter, it's really important that you uh, click on that little box that says uh, Megan Amram, an Emmy for Megan. There you go. Um, but you guys, also, um, villains of Megan's life, Andrew Law and Darcy Carden, will both be there as right. well. Oh, so fun. So, Fantastic. It'll be great. And um, more. And more. But it's time for I Don't Think So Honey. And what is I Don't Think So Honey, Bo? I Don't Think So Honey is our segment <laughs> where we take one minute to uh, rail against something in culture yeah. uh, while saying the words I Don't Think So Honey. So, Matt, do you have something? <laughs> I do. And I, it's not talk? necessarily figured out, but I feel like I could talk a lot Me about too. this. Me I, too. I, I'm, I'm on the same boat. But let's, do you okay. want to start? 
start first? You want to yes. go first? This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt song. Oh, oh. Okay, so let's just briefly go through what this is. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, his name is my name too. Whenever we go out, the people always shout, they say, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, na 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 na. Okay, first of all, who named their kid this? Second of all, very unlikely, I don't think so, honey, that someone else has that name. His mm, name is my, my name, name too. too. You're gonna run into someone with John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I think that there's a lot of questions about the reality of this. This is not a ground to reality. Furthermore, his name is my name too. Whenever we go out, so now what? What connects you? The fact that your name is to, is the same thing? That's all of weird. us, I know that's, lots that's of mats that I hate. Wow. I would not go hang out with them. Whenever we go out, which apparently it's a lot. People always seconds. shout. They say John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Nah, 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 nah. Where the fuck do you live? This is a really aggressive area and you need to move. I don't think so, honey. The way you're living your Five life. Seconds. Get a better friend with a more dynamic name that's real and stop with this toxic energy. And that's one minute. I really don't like that song. So, so powerful. So powerful. I don't like Thank that you. song at all. Thank you for that service. You're um, welcome. You know, I, it's, I, it's, an, it's like a pub song, though. Yeah, but it's, I don't also don't like pubs. I don't think so, honey, pubs. Okay. I think it's a place where everyone goes and drinks. Uh, sure. I mean, just by design. Oh, that's disgusting. Okay. Um, All I right, have, this I is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Motorized scooters in Santa Monica, they're everywhere, and someone told me at a general, <gasps> they go, what are you doing after this? I go, ah, maybe I'll, I'm in Santa Monica. I'll go down to the pier, of course. I have to get a pier, a little pier uh, stroll in, and, and they go, you have to use Bird. It's this app. It's the service. You rent a motorized scooter. They're everywhere. You just hop on one and go, and I go, mm -mm. great. That sounds wonderful, and I said, oh, but I, my family, I we have bad luck with wheeled vehicles with like you know things you would have to wear a helmet for mm -hmm. and he goes no it's seconds. fine it's safe do it I go I, I, I figure it out I download the app I pay three dollars for it and it was it was truly um, truly a terrifying experience okay. I thought I was gonna die get hit by a car on Colorado Avenue bitch. 15 seconds it was truly wild I immediately my judgment got the better of me I said I cannot do this my grandma my grandmother got hit by a bus in China oh my god while she was on a bicycle my Five mother seconds. got hit by a bus when she was in China I am not about to get hit on a bird scooter while I'm in Santa Monica and that's I don't one think minute so many bird motorized scooters that's one minute oh, also I think I think there's a real issue in America that we are not talking about What's and that? it's this thing of allowing everyone to just get on a city bike no. allowing everyone to just get on a scooter like you guys these are hard things to drive you should need a license usually you need a license okay and wow. now and now it's time for Megan Amram Megan um are you ready yeah I just want to make sure that no one has no I'll just do it everyone's really okay. really concerned with like making I'm sure so that it's something new it, it, okay it doesn't matter okay this is Megan Amram's I don't think so honey her time starts now I don't think so honey hello kitty you white bitch <laughs> I always said that I loved her first of all she doesn't have a fucking mouth nope. like you are just being such a passive aggressive bitch you're not even willing to say what you goddamn think no also you are always turned in profile I think it's like super fucked up you will not just like look me straight in the eye you white bitch white bitch also hello Kitty's name is Kitty White. She's in third grade and Stop. she is the size of three Stop. apples. I think it is so honestly insane that you're measuring your weight in apples. Anyone could be any amount of apples, but give me your pounds because then I will know if you're really fat, you bitch. I also just think this is the most fucked up thing. Hello Kitty has a cat named Charmy Kitty that is her pet. That is a slave. Hello Kitty has a slave because she seconds. has a cat oh as a pet. It looks more like a real cat than she does. And I know that people have 
have tried to say that she's not a cat. She is, and she owns <laughs> another cat. Seconds. Free Charmy. That's all I have to say. Oh Hashtag my God. Free Charmy, you Hello Kitty bitch. Okay, so <laughs> that's one minute. Bitch. So what you're saying is that Hello Kitty is a white supremacist. No, no, she's just white. No, and honestly, no, sh- this this whole thing is also fucked up because I love Hello you Kitty. Love Hello and Kitty. I'm literally wearing Hello Kitty socks right now. Oh my but God. I do think she needs to just like be real. She oh needs to my be real. And my, my sister is going to be mortified to hear. Well, she's going to be relieved to hear you say that you actually love Hello Kitty. I mean, I'm going to show you my socks. Wait, like, please. Literally. Oh, yes. I like, love Beautiful. Hello Kitty. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So you you're wearing sister. a sock that is very low cut. Uh, how yeah. do they stay on your feet? I can I never know. figure I have these huge socks feet. out. They the don't whole... really make Hello Kitty socks for like size 11 <laughs> That's women's bullshit. feet. Look, the Sanrio universe is fucked up. I don't. It's a bit that all the creators are like, Hello Kitty's not actually a cat. She's a person. I think, very honestly, that's like a lost in translation. Like, she Maybe, is a yeah. anthropomorphized cat. Sure. Mm-hmm. Where she is, like, clearly a girl cat. Like, yes. she goes to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> she has she, relationships so she's not like people. a pet cat. But I think it's crazy that she has a pet cat. Charming. It's like if, yeah. it's like if Goofy's pet was Pluto. That's, I think, the closest analogy. But Mickey's pet is Pluto. Yeah, which is like still weird because they're both animals. Oh, 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 like a a mouse. Those are both dogs. A mouse owning a dog is fine. Yes, yeah. But a dog owning a dog is crazy. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Wait, okay, so how do we think Hello Kitty came to be? Did a person fuck a cat? No. They haven't gone into the origin story yet. I want to make a dark, like, Batman Begins, Christopher <gasps> Nolan movie about Hello Kitty. Yeah. Oh. But apparently she doesn't have a mouth because they want you to be able to put your own emotions onto her. I don't like that. No. Have but, your own emotions. That's what I think. Yeah. Don't make Hello Kitty a blank don't canvas. Don't me I've... do your work for you. Exactly. I'm not your maid. Unless you're giving me a check. And last I checked, you have to pay for Hello Kitty Hello memorabilia. Kitty. You white bitch. I think that's one of my white favorite. Bitch. I don't think so. Honey. And also, Thank as a you. Korean American woman, yes. that was in, that you were empowered I didn't to speak say that about this Japanese. It's a Japanese company. franchise. Yeah. But, <laughs> but as a beautiful I, Korean American, I said what I said. Yeah. Um. Wow. What What a thrilling episode. This is very thrilling. We this got is into one of the my culture. Faves. We got into the. We got into um past culture, and we got into present culture. And we should say again, if you have not watched an Emmy for Megan. Then you don't get it, and that's future culture. It's really no. Easy. It's out right now. You yeah. can watch it right get to now. The website www.anemmyformegan.com. Right. I watched it on Vimeo. Is that okay? That's how I prefer it to be watched. Okay. <laughs> Built it by hand. Yeah. yeah. Built it by hand. Built well, there you go. Head. And you can see um, guest spots from, and I'm quoting you. Um, you f- that fucking bitch Darcy Carden who kills, which I think is amazing writing. And so, I also I think the, the best I the best line of the whole thing is you should win an Emmy I mean, for, for best, best betrayal. betrayal. <laughs> Thank you. As you're foaming at the mouth, amazing. Yeah, I wrote that. You wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> In the and um, I guess because we um we do end every episode with the song. Oh. Um, I think we know what we're gonna do. Here we go. Bum 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 bum. So if you care to find me, look to the western sky. Has someone told me lately? Everyone deserves a chance to fly. And if I'm flying solo, at least I'm flying free. To those who ground me, take a message back from me. Tell them how I am defying gravity. I'm flying high, defying gravity.
gravity and soon unmatch them in renown. And nobody in all of us, no wizard that there is or was, is ever gonna bring me. YouTube Randy Siobhan Massey. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.